0: This is inside purple and gold. Jordan Addison's didn't practice. Um, hmm. he, he was in sneakers and just kind of walking around watching. Um, I'm not concerned about that yet. Um, obviously something to keep an eye on. Um, you never want your first round pick not participating in the voluntary workouts a week into the voluntary workouts. Um, but I know he's been banged up at, at certain points, um, you know, at, towards the end of his Season with uh, USC last year. I think he missed the bowl game to prepare for, for the NFL draft. I think he tweaked an ankle. I, I'm not concerned about Jordan Addison. That's not why I bring it up, but I, I thought it was interesting with no Jefferson, with Addison off to the side. KJ Osborne's the number one receiver. Yeah. And KJ Osborne, like, I got to give that guy a lot of credit, like the way he handles himself, the way he conducts himself. And he's obviously very well-spoken. We both have talked to him. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like a a joy to actually speak to, um, you know, in the locker room on, uh, you know, as they walk off the practice field, whatever it may be, but, but he's no, he's no dummy. Like he looks at it. Like, you know, I'm the number one guy right now. I need to like show out and, and and prove myself that I can be a part of this offense. He mentioned he has a huge chip on his shoulder this year. And while he went out and immediately said, not because of the draft.
1: Yeah. yeah, What was it? You go out of your way to say
0: not because of the draft. It probably is because of the draft. So KJ Osborne, uh, someone I've always been really impressed with the way he's kind of turned himself into an NFL player from a fifth round pick for sure um, glorified special teams or to now a legitimate contributor in an offense that hopes to be top 10, top five. Um, I'm curious how hard he attacks OTAs and how hard he attacks the the, the mandatory minicamp and, and training camp, obviously, uh, because I do think this is a guy who feels like he has a ton to prove, uh, not just because the Vikings drafted his replacement, um, but because he is in the contract here and he yeah. wants to make money out of this. Um, I, I'm just curious what you think of KJ, what you think his ceiling is. Um, I think he's a better player than, than people maybe give him credit yeah. for. Um, But I do also think he might be better suited, not saying he couldn't be a number two, but I think he could maybe potentially dominate um, as a number three and dominate is obviously relative, but I think he can dominate in his role um, as a number three guy behind those other two
1: yeah and I think it's interesting like the third receiver in this offense is actually kind of functionally four, right because like Hawkinson is kind of in that mix so we assume it's Jefferson Hawkinson and we've talked a lot about how like Addison's route running gives him kind of like a leg up early because that should translate to the NFL Um, and he should benefit obviously from Hawkinson and Jefferson KJ Osborne will benefit from having repetitions with Kirk Cousins like I do I Mm -hmm. think he trusts it go back to the Detroit the first Detroit game here they win. I think they led for like 45 seconds. It was actually, and I think it was the third read or something. It was a touchdown pass to KJ Osborne. Um, And I think he developed that trust in that second camp where he's transforming himself from uh, frankly, like a returner that didn't pan out in the fifth round to a receiver in this offense. Hey, he can still have a crystal raw as the receiver three, even if they're going a little heavier with the Vikings, like this is not, Zimmer. I think people are like panicking that all of a sudden we're going to start to see the Zimmer or Kubiak offense, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. And I think he still could get receptions. I also think like a guy like that always has to think about his opportunities with a full fledged offense. It's that I should be more open than the other guys, right? There's more concentration Mm -hmm. on Jefferson on, on Hawkinson. Um, I also think early in the season, go back to that schedule and stuff. And I know that's going to happen in September, but again, it's going to come quick. Uh, I don't know if addison's gonna be ready right away i it, justin jefferson wasn't he was held back because somewhere <laughs> didn't like rookies but like you know like z- even justin jefferson took a couple of weeks before he really got going like just because addison doesn't do much early doesn't mean he won't do something all season long having said that that's still opportunity for kj osborne um and i just i like that mentality like he should be thinking like a guy in a contract you're thinking like a guy who's the third potentially the third receiver also like at the very least, prove he has that role down solidly. Not that like Miller mm-hmm. is going to really push him or anything like that, but like just that. I think the third receiver is still important. So I don't know. The only thing I would say about Addison being out is like obviously hope he's healthy. I, I would assume he is. Obviously, don't react to anything right now. But uh, where does he build that rapport with Cousins, right? Because I think he's a kind of cu- player that Cousins would trust, right? I think Cousins, if you ask him an honest moment, he'd go, "I'd rather have someone who's technically sound and knows like." You go three yards, you you split, right? And knows how leverage works at the stem of the route or whatever. Then someone who's just raw athleticism. And I think, you know, I go back to the Indianapolis game, like what is lost amongst this weird upset win that like the Vikings should have crushed that team, right? Was that like, Rager's a good athlete he didn't finish a route and cousins threw an interception and he misread zone versus man and cousins threw a pick six. Like that Mm -hmm. is stuff. Cousins just won't, it's just untenable for him. Most veteran quarterbacks, most quarterbacks period. Right. And I'm, I'm just curious. Like we know Osborne has the, the rapport with cousins. I think at the very least he will sit comfortably as the receiver three. And I think he will think always of like, can I be the number two guy right he knows Justin Jefferson's untouchable probably but um I think that's just kind of ingrained him in him but you know like if you're Addison I think you're you're like he runs the routes right he's got to make sure that he establishes that chemistry quick because that is this disadvantage not only going from one level to the next but that like Cousins knows the rest of these guys he instantly I, I mean it's crazy how Hawkinson was just learned the playbook in the middle of the season and yeah. had, what 70 yards against Washington or whatever but like he has it with Hawkinson. He certainly has it with Jefferson. I, that, the trust level really went up last year with, with Cousins and Jefferson. He has it with Osborne because Osborne he has been on the team and the, kind of the industrious nature. If I'm Addison, my number one thought is I need Cousins to be comfortable. I'm going to be in the right spot every time I go run a route.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. And that's why I think when you do miss a couple of days here early in OTAs, while it's not a cause for concern necessarily, it's not ideal because it's it's a little bit of less reps here, a little bit of less reps there. Um, and, and collectively, that can add up to kind of a lot of, you know, missed reps over the course of an offseason. Um, but I will be, you know, the Jefferson didn't play till week three against Tennessee and then immediately snapped off like 200 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Is apples and oranges compared to Addison just because Zimmer hated rookies. So well, I guess it, we'll see.